I want to talk about another kind of scam right now. It's dangerous and it's becoming quite popular. Rob Holmes is a private eye, but not just any private detective. His company, IP Cybercrime, is in the business of protecting the intellectual property rights of some of the world's largest and most well-known products, people, and corporations. What that means? Well, if you've ever bought a knockoff designer handbag, he's probably looking for the guy who sold it to you on behalf of the actual designer. Holmes doesn't usually investigate employment scams, but a couple of years ago, one of his customers got wrapped up in one. Yeah, it's very interesting because when people call me, it's usually because of a trademark issue. We had a client whose trademark was being used online. In this case, it was a well-known soda company he was working for. Rob says their name was being used in the scam. There was an ad on Facebook, one of these little Facebook yard sale groups in like Alabama or something like that, basically saying that for 400 bucks a month, all you need to do is put a wrap around your car. I've actually seen these ads. A wrap is one of those huge decals that covers your entire car and turns it into a rolling billboard for that brand of soft drink. Easy money, right? Basically, you were able to drive around with a soda advertisement all over your car, and then you got 400 bucks a month. Sounded great to some of these people. And a lot of people responded. Then they got an email from the company with an application to fill out. It all seemed pretty straightforward. When they did that, they gave away all their personal information, Social Security, date of birth, address, car information, everything, the whole deal. So just by responding to the email, you've already helped them steal your identity. And they didn't really steal it as much as they tricked you into giving it to them very easily. But once the victims did, the way the crooks stole your money was a little more involved. They were instructed to wait for a check in the mail. Once they got the check, the instructions were cash the check at your bank, you take the 400 pocket the 400 then you wire the remainder to a specific person who is the quote-unquote vendor who's going to be putting the decal on your car. Except for one little wrinkle. There is no decal, and you just launder money. You've been scammed. Here is the crazy part. The check that you received, turns out, was counterfeit. So even the check wasn't real. And technically, you're also an accessory to a federal crime. Now, Rob says in his experience, he's never seen any of the victims get charged. But there are plenty of instances where the innocent people who get wrapped up in this end up getting charged and actually serve jail time. These, yeah, these people are really dirty. Um, uh, no kidding. It's really sad, too, because when you look at these work-at-home scams, they really do target the poor. They target the poor, the people who are out of work, people who are looking for, um, for a little bit extra cash. They have kids. And um, that's why I felt it was really, really weird. You know, and obviously it's great uh, pickings on these little, um, these little yard sale uh, Facebook groups. And, and what about Facebook, Rob? I mean, can't they enforce any of their rules to keep these scammers out? They, they do. They do enforce very well. But what will happen is they'll post one of these scams. Facebook will take it down a day or two later. Uh, within that couple of days, they'll have their batch of victims, and then they'll just post another one. Enforcement is there, but it's a whack-a-mole game because the bad guy just keeps popping up in some other area. And do we even know who these bad guys are? Yeah, they're people in, they're people in Cameroon and Nigeria, believe it or not. Oh, and speaking of Nigeria, did people really fall for those letter-from-the-prince kinds of cons? Yep. Really? Yep. Wow. It seems absurd now, but I have a case in my history. There was a retired professional boxer. He received an email 
from someone that he thought he knew in the past. Because he didn't have all his faculties, he just thought he knew the person. So he wired the money. And no kidding. It was the, it was, this was the athlete's wife who ended up hiring us. He was $70,000 into this before he realized that it was a scam. All right. So having worked a bunch of these cases by now and, and seeing how they go down, seeing the ease with which these uh, criminals can sucker the victims, what advice do you have, Rob, for people who uh, are trying to avoid you know, getting pulled into one of these kinds of scams? Don't ever, ever give your personal information to anybody online. I mean, it's a scary world. A, if it's too good to be true, it obviously is. And then B, online, everybody's out to get you. You know, you have to think that way. Just like if you're walking around in a bad neighborhood, you know, you can't just expect some stranger who walks up to you and offers you a job in a dark alley. He's probably not your friend. That's how I got this job, oddly enough. (laughs) Well, that's a good thing. You know what? Once in a while, you're that 1%. Okay. All right. (laughs) 